0: baseball is in the air at least it is on the field somewhere the weather's finally cooperating but here in pittsburgh that means a debate there's always a debate about the pittsburgh pirates one way or another but this week it's really been ramped up based on a couple decisions the pirates have made and based on a couple maybe I guess hot button player based on how they play the last couple of years in particular one that's actually been playing well in the opinions revving up on that person as well. I'm Mike Osty. That's Mike Vakovacan. This is Mike up here on Pittsburgh Sports Live, Pittsburgh Sports Now. And of course, for this show, we're going to talk baseball. We're going to talk Pittsburgh Pirates and some hot button issues. Pittsburgh baseball now. And Mike, We're both baseball guys, and sometimes it gets annoying covering the sport in Pittsburgh because everything the Pirates do ends up being a debate. Sometimes you understand. Sometimes it's just a debate for no reason. This one revved up the engines and also has become really a debate nationally involving the Pirates based on the payroll and what they spend. And in comparison to national and small market versus big market, it's a conversation that will never ever die because honestly it appears that there's never going to be a salary cap in baseball no matter what some may hope for they didn't get through this year it seems to be the case the Major League Baseball Player Association the owners they both don't want it so I don't see how it's going to be there but this small market franchise in the park made a decision O'Neill Cruz a player that many are loving they're already falling in love with they're already getting excited about option him down to AAA as a developmental type decision maybe giving him one more year down the road some naysayers are going to say well he wouldn't even be on the team at that point anyway if he's good they're going to trade him well before 2028 or 2029 some say that this helps them even if they do trade him at that point in terms of value it helps him now etc What are your thoughts on that decision by the Pirates? And in any way, did that decision surprise you? Because some also thought that he could be a player that could provide excitement this year for the Pirates, even right away off of becoming a type of bopper that they don't really have and coming off COVID, coming off miserable seasons, you're still in the midst of a rebuild. (laughs) Maybe the argument also is they need something like that to put butts in the seats and they're pumping the brakes on that, at least right now. Uh
1: there's there's a lot of angles to this thing um yeah number one the pirates uh, although it sounds good the pirates can't make a decision uh although we'd like them to um they can't make a decision based on putting seats putting butts in the seats if the if the guy is not uh now if it's borderline okay but uh, there's a couple of things. The pirates and and I'm and I do everything I can not to defend them, <laughs> but I'm but I'm trying to be sensible here. Sure. Uh, <laughs> people all they see with O'Neill Cruz are the tweets that the pirates put out down spring training of him smashing a ball with a home run. You know they yeah. see all the <laughs> they see all the they see all the good. Yeah, uh, yeah. the guy hasn't had. Uh, Thirty at bats in Triple A yet mm-hmm. he he, 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 r- he raced through the rankings last year. He turned into the Pirates' number one prospect. The guy has time. He's only twenty three years old. The other thing is he doesn't really have a position. You don't see too many six foot seven shortstops in baseball. Uh, they they I, I think that is a big issue. Is they have no idea where this guy is going to play. Uh, but the, the you do have the DH against,
0: now. You have the DH yes, I, now. I was just right. going to say
1: the argument against that, but I think they have, uh, those spots already filled up. If they want O'Neil Cruz on this team, he's going to be a guy that's going to be in the field. And I, ideally with that frame, sure. he has to play some corner position. He has to you play. Would, yeah. Yeah. A short
0: stop is out. You would figure yeah. based on that right. side, it's going to kill your body. It would be a short career nonetheless, but yeah. Work. We think
1: a lot of teams do this. Uh, Ronald Acuna, the brave. Right. Did it. You, you can run down the list of teams that have done it, but because it's the pirates and their history of being cheap, uh, which is true, um, you know, they're going to get uh, ripped for it. I, I think if he's here, if he hits in April, O'Neill Cruz will be here in May. This is only... Okay. they they get him for another year as soon as he starts hitting down there and it's past his clock to where his extra year of free agency is extended and they get to keep him for another year right then he'll be up here. Uh, so I, I really think it's it, it's being made out of a big deal once again because it's the Pirates and it deals with money. but if he shows in April that he goes down to Indianapolis, does what he's supposed to do, hits the Pirates will find a spot for him up here at at someone's expense. And if they yeah. don't have room for him up here, that's a good problem.
0: Well, if they don't have room, that is a good problem. I don't know if that's a problem that anyone's predicting right now right. in uh, the midst still, of this reboot, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you have the Pittsburgh Pirates and it involves money, because let's be honest, there have plenty of, there have been plenty of times where maybe in some point 2015 still or maybe they could have spent money. They didn't spend money. There's a whole debate on if they're spending the most money they can in order, in, in interest of winning. And maybe they aren't. But the way the system works in Major League Baseball is just a fact that if you're a small market team, you have very little room. For- for error if you make a mistake you can get screwed for years whereas the red Sox, yankees dodgers etc they make a mistake they can go ahead and say no big deal we're just going to spend and fix it within one year the red Sox, one year they won 69 games the year after they got rid of the roster billed again paid again and they won the world series that's not going to happen to a small market team like the P- you have a window you got to hit it they had their 13 15 window they didn't fully capitalize But that, I think, is always in people's minds when it comes to money decision for the Pirates, even if it's a previous regime, it's not fair. But in this case, and really in most cases, with all of that said, financial decisions also do exist for the Pirates. So they're not going to rush somebody up. And if it's only 20 some days, which I think it ends up being in all reality. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not if it was a situation where they had to have him sent down until July to get that extra year. That would maybe make this even more controversial. But for one month, it does seem like a little bit of a much ado about nothing right now. And I do sure. think part of what you said at the top of the show, all the and they want to do this to promote a player. But all the videos, how hungry pi- pirate mm-hmm. players and pirate fans, not only do they want a star, but they want to baseball fans want a bopper. You want a home run hitter. I mean, yeah. chicks dig the long ball still. So When you see those videos and you see him crushing the ball and no one else doing that, it's going to make you excited. Right. You see that, and then you get this decision, it certainly does get in your craw. My the question other, to you now oh, go
1: ahead. One other thing is another reason this is irritating a lot of Pirate fans, and it once again it has to do with money. Yeah, there's many is, reasons too, yeah. Is the uh decision by the Pirates, uh, which is uh, completely insane, and yeah. uh, he. he he should be ripped uh, <laughs> as much as possible for it for the Pirates to take Brian Reynolds arbitration uh, yeah. over over a couple hundred thousand dollars, a few hundred thousand dollars. When that's
0: an insane asinine decision, right? Yeah, that's when, money. When, that's
1: when cheap, Yeah, right? when you have a payroll, yeah, you have a payroll in the thirty millions, which is embarrassing. Right. And right. you're gonna you're gonna take your best player, a guy that you know, uh, presumably you want to sign to a long term contract. And you're going to take him over to take him to arbitration over, (laughs) you know, three, four hundred thousand dollars that that all that stuff within the same time frame is why this is getting, uh, you know, ripped uh, both nationally, locally and nationally. That, that
0: is that is something that I, I mean, there are some that try to defend everything the Pirates do, which is very, very annoying. There's some that criticize everything they do, which is also annoying. But that's something that I don't see how anyone can defend. No. That is insane. That is a financial decision. If I'm Brian Reynolds and baseball players don't do this as much as other sports, imagine if somebody in the NBA, obviously the money's different, did that to a player. Immediately, you'd have a tweet. I want out of here. I hate it here. Get me out of here. Send me somewhere else. Yeah. If I'm Brian Reynolds, I'd take that as a little bit of an insult as well. And besides Key Brian Hayes, who had that one month in September, and we haven't really seen much since. We've seen flashes, but also he's been been well hurt. And you're looking for more of a full season from him this year. Some pressure to put that together. The other guy is, is Brian Reynolds, who you could argue you've seen more production from to feel more comfortable from for the future than even Key Brian Hayes. Adam Frazier gone. He's a little older, but. He's supposed to be a cornerstone. You're supposed to tell him that, and then you make that decision. That's insane. Mike yeah. Vakovic and Mike Oste. that's the reason to get miked up over the Pirates there with that decision there on Brian Reynolds. Back to O'Neill Cruz, though, we did start talking about how he doesn't really have a position in baseball that's always important for stars to really have a position. Hall of Famers, you always associate them with a position, even All-Stars. You certainly want your franchise guy to have somewhere to perfect generally in the field but now in the national league with these new rules you do have the dh possibility It is universal now not just in the al and we've seen guys get paid tons of money we've now seen guys get in the hall of fame with Edgar martinez and david ortiz that's become a legit position now you mentioned there are other players they may have in mind and he doesn't have a position now truly especially because of his body frame you have the month i think everyone would agree now that if you go beyond the month and if this is middle of May, this is June and he's mashing the ball, but still not up here, that then would be a flip to that's getting a little crazy, but are they, what is the goal with him down there? Is it to find a position is obviously this is a part of money decision, but is it to find a position? Does he need to find a position if he has to come up and be the DH, because the argument could be that whatever you have now, he's still better than as a hitter. Is that okay with you? Or does he have to come up and get a position in the field because he's more than a DH
1: for you. No, no he's How not going to work. No, he's not going to be a DH on this team with uh, Big Daniel, a guy, a guy right? Like Milwaukee, and they, you know they have a couple of right-handed hitters. He's going down he's there. He's a prototypical DH. Yeah, he does feel yeah, like a yeah, prototypical DH.
0: Guy. That guy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, They're sending him down to, to to get him more comfortable at finding it a position. And I would assume that's going to be uh, left field. Or right field it has right. to be because they have a couple of guys at triple a and double a that are going to be their shortstops of the future uh so there's no reason to groom at a, him at a position that he's eventually not going to play in a year or so sure. sure get him to play the position and i think that's going to be uh left field or right field um What if he
0: struggles defensively because we also seen people freak out when someone struggles defensively. Now, obviously if he's killing the ball, that might not be as much of an issue, but it's easier said than done to learn a new position, even a corner outfield position, which is quote unquote, the easier outfield position. What if he goes out there, mashes the ball, but you're seeing two errors a game and he just can't handle it in the field in those positions because he's not as used to them. Is that a problem for you or do you just live with it if he's hitting?
1: Uh, I, I think I think he has to he has to be competent in the field. You, you just you're not going to be able okay. to hide. Uh, no, I know. Yeah, oh, yeah o'neil O'Neill Cruz is going to be in the field when he gets here, so he has to deal with that. And the other thing is, I is the at bats. He's going to find a better pitching at Triple A. He's going to find guys that are close. You know, some guys he's going to see in the sure. big leagues. It's going to be more of a test for him. Than it was at single A and double A last year. Having less than 30 at bats at Triple A, you know he's going to have to see. So I, you know, I know everyone's excited and think that he's going to turn into, you know, the (laughs) next Mike Trout. But he, he, you know, he he needs to. Let's see what he does. We've seen this plenty of times with Pirate prospects. Uh, you know, we, you would think uh,
0: people would be aware. Yeah, we have seen this. Yeah, let's Suns right. Slow the brakes. Let's slow the brakes
1: on him a little bit. Farm. Let's see if he can do it at Indianapolis. Uh, right. You know, and then he has to come up here and do it. So, uh, you know, Gregory Polanco, uh, he's a uh, those two remind me so much. Uh, everyone was uh, get Gregory Polanco up here. Blah 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 blah, and yep. you know he's over in Japan now. So yeah, let's. Uh, I'm okay with the Pirates, what they're going to do. I'm okay with what they did, provided he gets up here at the first glimpse of him looking. Yeah, if this lingers,
0: then you're going to be, it's like, what are you doing?
1: And the other thing is, uh, you you mentioned the word window a couple of times. I think the Pirates uh, and Ben Sherrington, they, they have an idea of a group of players that they believe are going to be the future and they're all sprinkled. And by the end of this year, uh, you know, guys like Davis and Gonzalez and um, probably the shorts there, there's a bunch of different guys that I think are in the Altoona, Indianapolis range right now that the ideal plan is to get these guys developed already together and then make the jump to pittsburgh all at the same time and then take advantage of your window see what see what you have you're going to have that four or five years or whatever to see what you can do and then go for it so i I think that's also part of it too is uh, he could be a part of that window with with you know with henry davis and gonzalez and those guys that i mentioned so um i don't think it's a totally stupid plan but we'll see (laughs)
0: Yeah, always (laughs) had to wait and see when it comes to the Pirates team. under this Ben Charrington era yeah it's a new era but you're still waiting and seeing and I that's supposedly what he's been doing the last couple years is you're finding out who's supposed to be part of the team whenever it does win which is still down the road of course (laughs) however that does probably get in fans crawl even more to have the argument with Brian Reynolds over a few hundred dollars hundred thousand dollars in arbitration because people are going to say and they should be correct based on what we've heard and the fact that he's still on this team and he had a solid year that he's one of those players so if you have one of those players that you're aware of you got to take care of those players regardless of what you do around them and it might feel like you're already getting cheap with one of those cornerstone players in the middle of the rebuild before we get even to the window opportunity while you're still trying to figure out who's with him as well. So there's a wait and see, but that's a reason for skepticism. I don't think the O'Neill Cruz thing is a reason for skepticism. That is a forced financial decision that, yeah, it's financial, but they had to do it. There's no reason to just have him up here for a month and and have it burn. But we will see how long that lingers and if he finds a position.
1: I I think by the end of the year, we're going to find, the end of the baseball season, we're going to find, out the Pirates' plan with Brian Reynolds one way or the other. Either they're going to lock him up to a long-term deal and end all the speculation of, uh, you know, national speculation of him getting dealt, or they're going to lock him up so that he knows he's part of the future. You know, the fans know, everyone knows, and we have a piece there. Let's build from there. So. Uh, I either think he's going to get dealt, or he's going to—they're uh, going to find a way to uh, sign him to a—you uh, know—considerable contract extension.
0: And there there certainly could be people that would say, and this is also 100% fair, that he's been hot and cold a little bit. He had a real solid first season, a double machine. He had the COVID year, which was just horrendous, hitting below 200 most of that season. And then you have last year. So maybe they want to see a little bit more to say that you're the Robin to keep Brian Hazen's Batman, or maybe you're Batman. They want to see maybe a little bit more. I'm sure that's frustrating for him. And I would think either way, it's still a little crazy to argue over a few hundred thousand dollars when he has been an all-star player for you type of player. And you haven't had many of those recently, but still maybe they're, maybe they want to see a little bit more and maybe they want to see a little bit more to increase his value. That if they do decide he's not going to be part of the future, it would make his value higher in a trade again, that a lot of this will, this is an important, we've said this, Mike, that you had kind of a mulligan with COVID. You had Ben Charrington to kind of get his feet wet. And kind of figure things out. We've seen flashes from Key Brian Hayes. We're, we're dealing with O'Neill Cruz now, but it's only 30 summit bats. You're seeing flashes from, say, Mitch Keller that we're going to transition here into a second. You're trying to see more, trying to figure it out. This is an important season for the Pirates and Ben cherrington more than anybody else because they need to maybe get more ABs and more of a full season for Key Brian Hayes. Figure out who's going to be a part of this team position wise and pitching wise figure out what they want to do money-wise, who they want to be cheap with, who they don't, and then work from there and get to the window, which they're not yet at. But one of those players I mentioned there, Mitch Keller, we talked about him at nauseum last year, so is everybody else in terms of he was somebody with a lot of hype, but then it was a roller coaster ride. Then it was really a a dip where it was pretty much just a bunch of bad starts and people just kind of jumping off the bandwagon. Are you in any way now – Willing to kind of get back on the train a little optimistic feeling like there's more there's more to look at with Mitch Keller based on the spring based Mm -hmm. on what you know to this point before the season And, and even a guy like Cole Tucker who obviously isn't near the hype of Mitch Keller or probably as important. He's been having a solid spring and he was somebody that at one point they believed in at one point could be a part of the team and then he became more famous for who he's dating and wasn't hitting at all and was off the team. Uh, Any way these players can kind of save themselves as part of the future of the Pirates, in particular Mitch Keller, who has been that lightning rod.
1: Anybody that's going to make a uh, a definitive statement on Mitch Keller yeah. honestly right. is, is, is just <laughs> is just guessing. Um, I I'd like to believe that he's turned in he's turning into the top fifteen prospect in baseball that he was when he another guy that lit it up in triple a and then got here and uh you know he's
0: he's had an. yeah yeah
1: we've yeah yeah. um the the one the one reason to give me optimism with him is the thing that everyone's talking about with him this year is for whatever reason whatever he did in the offseason uh if this is sustainable his velocity is uh regularly hitting It's huge, uh, yeah. to regularly hit. He's averaging ninety-seven on a fastball. He's he's multiple times in an inning, hitting ninety-nine and hundred. When you start pumping that type of heat in there, that's that's different. And when you're throwing it near the strike zone, uh, he hasn't a lot of run yet in spring training, as opposed to last year in spring training when he had an eleven ERA. Uh, right. He's been virtually he's been virtually unhittable. And the, the, the good thing, that the encouraging thing that I see with him is he's not relying on the fastball or he's not relying on a strikeout so that he gets his innings, uh, pitches piled up for his innings. He's, he's challenging the hitters, and they're swinging, and he's having quick innings, and he, he's been dominant. Uh, the Pirates probably don't want to make too much big of a deal out of this but yeah, entirely, you're not seeing as many
0: tweets. You, you are yeah, not seeing as many tweets, right. And
1: currently Shelton and Sherrington, uh, those guys have to be just, Oh boy, what do we got here? Maybe surprised yeah, he, to a little bit. Yeah. He looks, he looks every bit the part of a top 10 prospect in baseball, the way he's pitching. Right. Question now is, is that gonna, you know, when they come to, uh, back to Pittsburgh in a week or wherever they start the season, um, is that going to play up here as well when you're when you're facing the regular lineup? You're yeah. expecting to go more than two or three innings. And we've um, seen it not
0: play, too. We've seen right. that happen. How's that going
1: to play out? Right. So I'm not buying uh, – I hate to be optimistic because he looks like and sounds as though everything the Pirates said. He's putting in a ton of work this offseason. I saw his videos tweeted out about yeah. him working, uh, putting a lot of time. There's no question about that. He seems like a solid guy. I'm, uh, I'm not spending money yet buying stock. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to, but I've seen this before with him. He's, uh, I've had on a couple of my fantasy baseball teams. Yeah. Not that that has anything to do with it, but yeah, I've believed yeah. in him a few other times, a couple other times and he just can't for whatever reason, do it in the big stage i'm hoping uh I'm wrong plenty of times and i'm hoping this is one of them because uh, there's nothing bigger for a team than to have an ace a real ace not just the guy that goes out yeah. there you know uh, is some you know fake uh ace of your staff a guy that yeah. goes a running, default
0: ace right just yeah. he's number one on your staff
1: right yeah uh guy that goes out there and you know that every four or five days that right. uh, that opposing team is gonna have a heck of a time trying to uh score runs against him and, and he'll be able to end your losing streaks. So the Pirates need that uh in a desperate way. And hopefully that uh hopefully what we're seeing from Mitch Keller here is uh is real.
0: Having an ace like that is what wins in the postseason. Those guys are called stoppers. Where you're once you get in the playoffs, these teams are generally closer to being even here. And he's a guy that can go out there and change it by himself. He can get you two wins in the midst of a seven game series. That's a big deal. You could argue the Pirates haven't had that in eons. There was an entire debate when Garrett Cole was in Pittsburgh, even during the winning seasons. Is he an ace? Is he not an ace? Is he a default ace because he's just an ace on the Pirates or is he truly an ace? And we've seen him have success since then, even freaking uh, legendary type seasons. And he's had that success on teams with the Astros and Yankees, but he's not really truly been always the number one. He's been behind Verlander, etc. Whether he's an ace there is a whole nother debate. Whether they have more than one is a whole other debate. But the pirates having one guy like that would be a game changer, just as much as anyone hitting the ball and mashing the ball out of the ballpark would be offensively, especially in that small market window to win. You don't have a decade like maybe some other big market franchises would whenever they get to that point. I think the issue with Mitch Keller, Mike, that existed before, that I'm not seeing now. And in no way am I buying stock because you got to do it, <laughs> you gotta do it in the show too. You gotta cautionally Wait for the show. If you can't do it in the show, it doesn't matter. Granted, he's he's flamethrowing now. People were saying last year in particular, after a couple years of this and getting away from just the COVID mulligan, that he looked like a deer in headlights. He didn't look excited. He looked scared. He deer. looked like he was meant to, he looked like he was mentally out of it. And we hear a lot about mental health and all that with pro athletes. G. Fleury in Pittsburgh had to go to a sports psychologist that turned him around from being a solid player to having a dip in his career to eventually becoming a hall of fame resume. And I don't know if he saw a sports psychologist or what happened, but it does appear that Mitch Keller at the very least got over the mental portion of the game that seemed to be an obstacle for him before. So if he's mentally sound, Maybe that's where you get back to the talent. He can start working on the talent. I don't know if that was there or not. We're not. I'm not a therapist here, but that was said by a lot of people. That just you start the game. He takes the ball and it's just like like you just know. Nah, it's not going to happen today. He didn't look. Doesn't look ready. Now he looks like he gets on that mound even in spring, and I'm gonna I'm gonna dominate this one. Which yeah, yes. we'll see if that he happens looks, in the yeah, show. You
1: look scared. Uh, we we comment on that a couple of times. He did. Year. Yeah. He just, he just looked unsure of himself. He looked, and as soon as. Uh, a couple things, bad things started to happen.
0: It just unraveled.
1: Yeah, you just saw the you just saw the look in his face of uh, you know he looked like you know I don't, I'm not going to call it, he's a, he's a man but uh, you know he looked like a scared kid out there. He, he just right uh, wasn't ready to compete. And Pirates haven't had you know uh, an ace just getting back to that you know a badass since uh, you know AJ Burnett. That was it. I guess yeah,
0: yeah, the 2013. That would be he, I guess the He's least, a guy that yeah, went
1: out there, there and for the you knew that you were going to get uh more times than not, a lot more times than not. And he you was, was more, really
0: confident in himself yeah, that
1: year. Whether or not he had his good stuff or not, he was he was uh he was a presence on the mound and you right. were going to get 6 7 innings out of AJ Burnett. And most times, you know, it was going to be he's given up in the range of three runs a game, which for the most part um, keeps teams in games. Yeah, in today's I'm day hoping, to age, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping uh, Keller is that because you know he's still young enough where you know he's not some old prospect. He's still young enough where he could be a um, uh, oh, another piece to right. what they're trying to build here.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, a lot of questions remain unanswered here. We can't answer any of them until these regular season games actually get underway. Obviously, uh, I do have the opinion a little bit. It, it, spring training is always either overrated or underrated. It, you you got to transition into the show right. there. Once you get to be a star, sometimes they don't even intentionally care about spring. You're trying to figure things out. You're throwing pitches you never would throw normally. You're 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 swinging at balls you normally would take. You're you're making at bats quicker, etc. So you just don't know from spring. But Mitch Keller certainly provides some reason for optimism. The Brian Reynolds handling of that in arbitration maybe provides some reason for, for skepticism. And then we'll see maybe if it's in the middle or where people fall on the O'Neill Cruz situation, which would become the debate that everyone's talking about. And, yeah, you're not going to have an opening day. You're not going to have that excitement right away. I think people really wanted that. And, and that may impact attendance for that first month, especially if they don't win, because we're still here in the midst of the rebuild. I don't think anyone's predicting this as a playoff team right away if you're being realistic here. So that we'll see what the attendance is this year. If they don't win, regardless of who you see, we'll see who gets there. It's always going to be the same old problem. But this really is an important year about figuring out who's going to be there and if Brian Reynolds is not in particular, then you got to get plenty of value for him. But I'm sure if he's traded midseason here, especially if he's hitting and they figure out he's not the guy for the future, for some reason, that'll be a polarizing conversation as well. Like everything is our, with the our next show,
1: our next show. I'm just going to tease the the viewers out there that I'm going to have a, we'll do a next show before uh, baseball starts in less than a week. So I'm yeah. going to have a. I'm going to have a crazy pirate prediction i'm gonna have a crazy pirate prediction that uh that'll get people uh talking and making fun of me more than they already do so okay just just, uh, just just get ready for that that's that's coming i've been doing my research i've been looking at uh sports books and uh uh just get ready okay
0: I've seen someone make a prediction that that is a bit outlandish. We'll see if you jump in that territory in terms of the team and success or lack of success this year. As we close this and tease that prediction then for future shows and also make sure to follow all of our sites here throughout the NOW Network... What's your excitement level about this season? You don't get any prediction. I don't want you to tease what you're going to tease, but give me give me one to ten. How excited are you? Because obviously that wavers with Pirate fans for sure going into years. What are you watching if you know they're not going to win or even if you think they're going to win? How cautionly optimistic can you possibly be? What's your one to ten excited about this year?
1: I, I'm i um,
0: – For the Pirates.
1: I, I'm about at a Not six. just baseball, for the Pirates. I'm about at a six. I, I okay. think uh, – I think there's reasons. I think there's pieces to be excited about, especially with some of the, if some of the guys hit that, uh, you know, we've talked about. And I think this team is, uh, you know, there's a young guy that I, I think is going to uh, push for time. He had a couple home runs yesterday and I'm hoping he stays on the opening roster. Uh, okay. Great trade that uh, Diego Castillo, uh, maybe he's a guy that will play second base. He could be also possibly be the right-handed DH at times um I think there's there's more reasons to be excited on this team than to not be excited as far as young pieces that are trying to develop and then I'm really excited about of course what they have at Altoona in Indianapolis I will be making a couple trips up to Altoona this year to see uh you know guys like davis and uh, Gonzalez and those guys I, I want to see those guys while they're here those are reasons to be excited and i i if if by the end of this year those guys are playing in Triple A, there's a real reason to be excited because it, then that means that there's a chance they're here next year, and that next year is the year that I think you know, uh, pirate the baseball will really be back in Pittsburgh. I, I I think as the season goes on, this team's going to be better. Um, uh, I think they're going to get better through the season, and they won't be the worst team in this division. I can uh, okay, I'll promise you that.
0: And we did talk about before how being you got to have reasonable expectations and know what you're going in. Are you looking at individual players? Are you looking at what the team does? And I don't think anyone reasonably can say this team has to make a wild well, card both. or anything like that, but you do need improvement. In which yeah. 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 It, you it can't, can't just it, have it, 60 it, wins again. Right. You, that that's a bit.
1: Yeah, you, you you're not going to be able to sell people uh, smart people on, keep right. talking about individual players sooner or later, they have to see some results. Uh, it right. has to be, you know, manifesting itself on the field. So um, uh, there has to be a a combination with that. But the the key pieces have to keep producing. Uh, If key Brian Hayes doesn't have a good year this year, uh, doesn't stay healthy, and doesn't have a good year, that's a reason for concern. And that that puts question on him as as to what he is going to be long-term. We're going to see Brian Reynolds. Can he, as you talked about, can he duplicate that two seasons in a row? Uh, so some other guys on the field, uh, you know, possibly somebody like Castillo, some guys that they call up from triple A soon, uh, O'Neill, Are these guys going to be here next year and guys that the pirates are going to be able to promote and really get excited about. So, right. um, but I think they are, I, I, I do. I think they have a closer. I think they have a bull. They have a couple pieces in the bullpen. It's all about pitching. So we'll find out, but uh I'm always excited at the beginning of baseball season, uh, no matter what it is. We'll see how long they keep my excitement. Uh, yeah, I guess that's. The, <laughs> I'll still yeah. watch, I'll still follow, but uh, that's different than being excited. So. Uh, or going we'll,
0: down we'll, to the ballpark. That's different than going down to the ballpark, yeah, too, because exactly. that's yeah. what they, they need people to do. Yeah, we, we follow, we cover it, we're going to follow. But, yeah, but are you willing, how much are you going to? To yeah. Get down the ballpark, right? You, yeah. you know how much you're going to go through the check account. Get down the ballpark, bring the family, drive down there, hit traffic. Yeah, that that's a thing. So if you there are 20 games out in, in the middle of June. Mm, <laughs> you know, it's I'll a different my, I'll conversation. Keep, I'll
1: keep my money. Yeah, I'll go spend that. Right, right, right. The bar. And
0: there, there is a bar. They, they need to be hitting wins wise. Maybe <laughs> in the seventies or something. You need to have some improvement for sure. This team needs to show something there. And you mentioned with Key Brian Hayes, we'll leave it at that because I think Key Brian Hayes this year, what he does individually, I'll say this, Mike. It might be even more important than what the team does. If they sometime, somehow catch lightning in a bottle, but he just is awful they're winning in spite of him, that would still give you concern about the future because he's supposed to be the guy. We've right. seen one month and then he kept getting hurt. He's still very young and the hype nationally might've been unfair saying he's one of the top 15 players in baseball off of one month. That was insane. But he needs to show something here more than Cruz or anybody else. They got to get at least him playing 120 plus games and seeing what he does with a full season facing pitchers multiple times in a year etc that'll do it for this episode of mike dot more of course on baseball more of course in pittsburgh baseball now as well as all the other sites as we get now to opening another major league baseball season and more hot button issues i'm sure